It's Tuesday, May 18th, 2021, and this is the People's Podcast. This is Steak for Breakfast. Smokey, this is not Nam. This is bowling. There are rules. Today, Junior! America! Steak for breakfast! So stand by! This episode of the show is brought to you by ManRubs. Visit ManRubs.com. Use the code STEAK15 at checkout to save 15% off any of your barbecue needs. Um, Like we talked about last week, Father's Day is just around the corner. You don't want to get caught grilling up some bland meat. Bland. Bland. There's nothing worse than going to someone's house that doesn't know how to grill food. Mm. So don't get caught serving bland food. Don't mistreat your meat. Correct. Get some uh, man rubs. If you overcook it, it's on you. If you undercook it, people are going to get sick. That's also on you. Mm-hmm. You eat raw meat at your house all the time. <laughs> yeah. That's steak. It's different. No, you okay. can You're talking about chicken. Chicken, yeah, or pork. Yeah. That's how you get salmonella. Salmonella? Whatever. Whatever. If you're going to get salmonella, you might as well make it taste good. And some call it whatever you want, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like it. We're there already. I'm not a We're doctor. not even through the sponsors. <laughs> I'm Sal- not a... Salmon. Salmonella. <clears throat> also brought to you by Stay Ready Gear USA. Visit Stay Ready Gear. Use the code STEAK at their checkout. Save 5% off holsters. Um, any everyday carry gear. You can imagine they got it. They have a lot of cool, not only um, holsters for just about every handgun you can think of, but awesome patterns. So if you don't want just a plain black or like OD green holster, templates. you got some pretty cool templates and they're always coming out with new stuff. Um, if you follow them on Instagram, they're always getting new um, patterns and all that good stuff. If so, you ask him, he'd probably find it. Yeah, he'd probably make you some custom stuff. You know what You know what else is custom? Yeah. The order you get from Mike down at West Coast Survival Arms. He customizes the gun that you pick out. Yeah. The ammo that goes with it possibly a holster we won't we won't push that too far because we got stay ready gear uh mike's been serving southern california for over a decade he's got a five-star rating and is a licensed ffl uh he could service you anywhere in the united states though i think um he's at 619-870-6992 and also at westcoastsurvivalarms.com patch needs tactical gear anything from fanny packs to the zero bucks duck mediocre medic and Mark Joe Friday at dumpbox.us. We got patches all over the place. We got fucking stickers on the table. I got pins on my bag. I'm wearing my man Duck Lorian shirt today. And Mark Joe Friday at dumpbox.us and Mediocre Medic for all those tactical flair needs mm. met. World's most advanced in studio recording technological headgear. Good stuff. Odyssey and odyssey.com. Hit them up. Check them out. This stuff is top tier podcast recording gear. And then a special shout out today to one of my personal friends, Pablo Tagoras, resident of the Canary Islands in Spain, Whoa. sent us some beautiful patches from Field Patch Gear, which is his company. Check them out. That's some good shit. Yeah. He sent us some little white rabbit popcorn patches with some Yippie Kaye motherfucker patches on the back. Love it. And we got some up on the patch wall. I got some in the roof of my car. And Noah and Nick have the other two or four ever made. So check him out. 
Special thanks to him. Should I not open this? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 40 of the Steak for Breakfast podcast. I'm Roan and I'm joined by my usual co-host, Nick and Noah. Yo. Guys, what's up? And we're also joined by the lovely host of the Lala Beams podcast. It'd be weird if we called her anything other than Lala Beams. Lala, welcome <laughs> back. Hi, I'm happy to be back. It seems like forever, but also um, I've just been going zero to 60 with my show too. So happy to be here. Yeah, you know, you came on at that time when we were really starting to get our footing as a podcast. I wasn't here. No, and, and we wanted to... Uh, <laughs> you know, strengthen the community and kind of like the solar system of a podcast that we all kind of live in right now. And on consecutive weeks, we had Jasmine and Austin from Russian Disinformation and then you. And I thought it was cool and funny that when, you know, we get into, uh, you know, so how much podcasting have you done? And both of you guys in consecutive weeks were like, um, we just recorded our third episode. So, <laughs> And now what is it? Not even two months later or almost two months to the day and you've already hit the 30 mark or you're over 30. Yeah, I'm I think I just recorded 34 last night. Congratulations. So nice. Thank you. Yeah, you're putting out some really good content. Um, I would call it like part truther part. You know, the history that you never heard, but is right there in front of you the whole time. And definitely some stuff that that some people should be checking out. Lala Beams podcast. Check it out on mm. all, all podcasting it's, it's, platforms. It's a variety show. It has everything under the sun. I have a Waco survivor coming tomorrow. Whoa. Last night I did some secret societies, transhumanism, and just interesting people, interesting friends in the community that come on. Wait up, Nick. So. Not transgenderism. She said transhumanism. Two I, totally I different things. It. I, you know, I saw you. I saw there was a mild trigger there. <laughs> no, just no, no I was excited about hearing from a Waco survivor. Actually, I'm excited for that too. And, yeah. and that yeah. actually piggybacks off of the recent episode that Jasmine and Austin, Russian Disinformation, second plug for first 10 minutes of the show you're welcome <laughs> did like a week ago and they're recording i think again tomorrow very nice well before we get into the news if there was a cup of tea that couldn't fit into this room <laughs> we're bringing it right now we, ha we have some air to clear on this show um i would call it from a clapback yesterday timestamp 19 minutes i have the receipts my Maria 777 there I said it it's recorded we don't re-record it's on there forever feeling the heat Lala I know you're kind of in this the same way we are in our podcast community um you know a little bit of a backstory to this whole issue because it's something that you know our listenership is concerned about and it's something that I've been wanting to address for a while and I've just been looking for the most appropriate way to you know, do the play. So the disclaimer before, this is not a podcast version of a shit post. So let's just get that completely clear. Um, but the fact of the matter is in our community and for our listenership, this needs to be addressed. Um, and it's because every single thing that pretty much this show represents in some way, shape or form has been referred to as a psyop. Nick, can I ask you a quick question? Don't ask me how to spell this, please. I messed it up it's last not, time. Everyone made fun of me. It's not Saya. Remember when you spelled it? S. Don't, don't use the S word. Oh. Don't use the S word. No. 
Yeah, don't say the S word. I'm not an English. I'm not an English teacher. So you made yourself into a meme. Was no, there, was there a meme for it? Can, can I ask you a quick question? I'm sure there was. On the first of the month, is your mortgage a psyop? Negative. If any, if any of the three of us show up for work late repeatedly, no psyop. Negative. Mm. I think psyop is a is a cop out to just give up in life. So would you say if, if you only were a if you considered yourself an influencer, but those influences only were two things, stating topics and giving no content or agreeing with the person that you have on the show. I'm not going to say Nick Hinton, but it's him. Um, that would pretty much be the cop out for the PSYOP card. Correct? Yeah. Noah? Yeah. Lala? I think there's deeper layers of the issue. Well, we're going to get into that right now. But I think, and we've touched upon this before, that within the community that we've kind of um, identified with in the podcast community and, and, and our listenership base. and our listeners and all the fans and the, and the people, I mean, it's, it's a really tight knit community. I think we do ourselves a disservice, not so much our show because we've kind of debunked this fact, but people will say, Oh, everything's a psyop. Your credit scores a psyop, all this stuff. At the end of the day, you got to live your life. Right. If you want to live in the basement for the rest of your life in your parents' basement, then yeah, everything e- eating, can be a, eating pizza rolls. Eat, everything can be a psyop, and you can just say this whole life is stupid. It's all a simulation, and I'm just gonna camp out here. That's fine, but you're gonna miss out on all the good stuff this life has to offer. Whether it's starting a family, buying a home, you know, getting property, going fishing, getting out, exploring stuff. I love fishing. I, love fishing. I like pizza rolls. <laughs> Stop trying to come. How dare you know? We're anti-pizza roll on the show. <laughs> no, you do love my, pizza rolls. <laughs> you're a child. Um, no, it's funny. As a dad, having all like the delicious snacks that my kids have, like the dino nuggets and all that in the freezer, I find yeah, myself but, but I mean, we got, let's just those. do a clinky. We, Nick and I can cook. Come Cheers. on. Noah, I can't cook. You microwave meal preps. I do not. Noah, he attacked me that I couldn't cook before either, even though a single mom, I can cook. I will, I will say that I barbecue <laughs> more often than I use my stove. Oh, there you go. That's cooking. Yeah. Come on. All right. So let's let's cover real quick some of the things that have led to this juncture in time, because at the end of the day, our podcast is nothing but the actual news that you're not receiving with commentary. We always implore our audience to go and do your own research. Yeah. Fact find fact check when applicable. Right. And when you don't agree with the narrative, bring up a conversation that leads to something other than what. We're trying to let you know. Nothing wrong with that, right? Seems pretty clear cut. Doesn't mean I'm not as awake as I think I am. Hmm. Let's go over a couple of the five deadly sins. Got them right here. Isn't there nine deadly sins? There's five for this case. Okay. Seven. Okay. There's supposed to be seven. We could probably come up with four more. I'm sure we can. I think there was a movie about that. So. Um, <laughs> Jesus tweet on Easter. It was, it was pretty. Uh, so apparently Jesus was a psyop. Okay. See, that's where I draw the line. Stop. I'm going to keep going. The line has been drawn. All right. Next up. <laughs> okay. Is this from her? What? From the unspoken one? We're talking. About, there's no other story. I already said. <laughs> My Maria 777. <laughs> okay. We're, we're there. Okay. I would like to know in her worldview what's not a PSYOP. Because obviously. We're going to get to that in a minute. Uh, um, is, okay. Crazy. So Jesus on Easter. Mm-hmm. Bannon is Q. Trump and the Vax. 
Sorry. Fake Vax cards. And last but not least, Evil Witch Coven. I know you guys really aren't thinking to know about that. Coven. We're kind of blindsiding you guys with that. Remember, Ron Burgundy, when I'm reading off a cue card, it's going to be phonetically only. That's it. <laughs> you got to do pronunciation. So, so that's where we're at. Let's put a question mark in the okay, end of that. So if you consider yourself... You think she's a witch? No, she is a witch. Lalo, would you like to elaborate on that just a little bit? All right. Well, first of all, I want to hit on the fake facts cards because I think, you know... Get it. I'm not, I'm not religious, so I question the meaning of the Bible and organized religion all the time. As far as Q and Trump, I question that stuff all the time. But... The fake vax cards in this level of where we're at, I mean, not only are you putting the people at risk who potentially are going to buy this from you, but as an attorney, you're either a complete idiot or you're working with some type of agency where you're not going to get in trouble and you're just like trying to trap people. Diplomatic immunity or something crazy where she's not going to get hemmed up for a felony. Furthermore, once you get called out by the community, you don't give refunds, you don't provide the products that you actually were sending, and you're taking a knee in that way anyways, because the next step is digital cards. And so all of you're doing is just pushing that along in that way, and you're making money from people's fear. So it doesn't make you any better than fucking mainstream media. Yeah, fitting in for wanting or possessing a fake vax card when you're anti-mask and anti-vax is just feeding into the narrative that everybody wants you to be a part of well and the interesting thing too is like our community and all of us are like anti-vax right so why would you create a safety net to you know what to go hey we know you don't want the vaccine and all this stuff but in case you want a fake vax card i caught some shit from this from my wife yesterday and she actually made a, a, a decent point Being Mm anti-jab, the clinical trials that are still going on for the coronavirus vaccine and being anti-vaccine are two totally different things. Correct. I am in the neighborhood of this. The human trials that are going on right now for the vaccines that are uh, out there for coronavirus. Mm -hmm. I don't want anybody that I don't want anybody, period, to get it. They don't need it. Okay, number one. Number two. Like some of the shots that your kids needs for immunization and boosters, like that's a completely different 100%. So I I just want to clarify the air that that's where I'm at. And I want to reference um, an article that came out not too long ago. We've already referenced it on the show. Um, But doing such acts is punishable under Title 18 of the United States Code, Section 1017 and other applicable laws. What is that, for having a fake Vax card? Yeah, for making, producing, <clears throat> purchasing, possession, Using. and purchasing. Right, and, and I guess presenting is all. Those are the, the four deadly So here's, here's a question. I don't want to go on a side tangent, but in California... Side tangent. Are everything supposed to be... Mask mandates are lifted June 15th, 15th if you're fully vaccinated, right. quote unquote. Are people that are fully vaccinated supposed to carry their... No. HIPAA laws. Okay. Well, there you go. Problem so, solved. Uh, apparently, we're all identifying as vaccinated. Yeah. And if anybody asks me, I'm not even going to give them an answer. You just call them a Nazi because you're not going to well, ask for and my that's, papers in public. That's the trick to make it all just go away and right. not admit that it was a fucking hoax. And, and we're going to get into that on our show. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and, you know, that's part of the Dr. Anthony Fauci narrative getting Mr. destroyed Fa- right it's now. It's Mr. Fauci. Where'd that guy go? Mm. Dr. Uncle Fauci? Oh, we'll, we'll talk about him and have some audio later. Just call him Tony. 
but but con- continuing on with this topic right now and, and and you know things that are going on in our community to be considering yourself an OC presenter and you know former truther former anon we have empathy for the doxing that went on you know that's not what this show is about it's more of the direct opposite narrative and content provided um yeah doxing is horseshit right but to seem to have flipped so quick um from being like a truther to you know some bullshit narrative of the nick hinton tyler ai we're living in this ones and zeros everywhere this that and the other thing it's just not applicable and 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 i'll give you something that y'all can try to understand regardless of we're in the the matrix or matrix is matrices different timelines or multiverses the spider-verse at some point in any of those you're going to have to put your feet down and dig those heels in and fight the good fight in 3d correct period and that was my point about everything whether it's a psyop or not whatever you believe one there's still joy to be found in this life perfect whether we're in a computer simulation whether you believe that or not i don't i i have my own opinion on that but to sit back and go this is all fake we're just gonna sit back and make memes all day and it's like you're gonna waste your whole life whether this is a fake life quote unquote or not you're literally gonna waste the time that you have on this earth whether it's fake or not guess what we live in san diego the beach is still awesome Uh there's awesome food there's people you can connect with, start a family. Like those things are tangible. Oh, starting a whether family. You that's, think that's a really that, good point you bring up, Nick. Whether you think that this is all fake, there's still joy and, and happiness to be had and to chase after. I got hit by a car on my motorcycle. It felt pretty real. Yeah. I that's didn't a psyop, Noah. No, no, that's a psyop. How dare you? You yeah. didn't. Re- that was a simulated pain. Yeah. <laughs> I have pictures of the dent I put in the side of that truck. No, that's what the Matrix wanted you to feel. <laughs> yeah. You allowed that to happen <laughs> in your room. <laughs> And, and the fact of the matter is... Oh, I still went to work afterwards, too. I made a cop drop me off. God bless you. Speaking of work, <laughs> if you want to talk about breaking the LARP and things that aren't a PSYOP, I don't know about you guys. People have literally died in my arms at work. Yeah. We probably have seen more drugs in our life, Didn't not it. on the doing them side of doing drugs, than anyone can ever even imagine. On a weekly basis. Yeah. We have seen literally the actual face of evil and the things that they can do to other human beings. Guess what that isn't? Nick, you can even say it with an S. Psyop. Psyop. I I think saying everything is fake, uh, psyop. Cop out. It's a cop out. It's a complete cop out to effectuate any kind of change. And it's an attack essentially on the spiritual side of the the war that we're facing things happen in the political arena and you say it doesn't affect anyone you know well what if you ask someone who can't afford their insulin or someone's child who died from doing fentanyl because of all of it coming across the border or all of the friends and family that you've lost that are being programmed through this system and injecting themselves with experimental poison but these are not psyops or fake until someone that you know on a personal level it's happening to. Yeah. But the whole idea of... I can't believe I sighed into the mic. 
Well, Nick was gone. I know. It's one of those things. <laughs> there, there's, there's also, like, absolutely no accountability or awareness of why, um, like, she's being attacked by the community. The, she puts controversial shit out there, which is fine, if you ask me. Yeah, but who doesn't like that, spicy? But then she gets, like... If you don't like something, you don't people, have to listen to it. Why are people quite... Qu- like getting offended it's like well because you just questioned their entire indoctrination like it's to be expected but but it's not because what you posted about the trumping or the vax cards or whatever the trump and the vax a lot of people are questioning that right but it's the fact that you were infiltrated and your entire telegram group is about hexing people and putting negative vibes and intentions on people yeah, like literally that, that's something that's kind of like late, Wait, that's a thing late breaking news to this podcast but apparently She's part of like a witch group, and and when people don't disagree, or when people don't agree with the narrative that she's trying to, I don't want to say push, but like emit to the community, then you know you get hexed. Is that why I got trouble at work? I don't know. <laughs> like I'll be honest with you, I've been having good luck lately, and now I think because we're doing this segment before you know uh, we get into the news that I might uh, also be hexed. But it, it's one of those things that. From someone who's like working, you got hexed twice and it's like re- reversing itself. Oh, that would be so nice, you know. But it, it, it's one of those things where it's like you have to understand. Nick knows. Nick's also a spiritual guy like myself. You know, we we we've worked in kind of the mega churches. We've been. I don't want to call it balls deep because that's kind of disrespectful. But balls deep in that community, <laughs> and uh, you know, it's it's one of those things where it's like. Um, that stuff is for the weak. It's for literally the betas. And as long as I am strong to my convictions, like I think my other co-host and probably Lala, you are too, um, we'll be okay. So, you know, we might catch a flat tire. So we might not get the work assignment that we all like every day. Flat tire. Yeah, but at the end of the day, I think we can pretty much break the hex by just being the kind of people that we are. And we'll be okay, but but <laughs> what is what is this necessarily evolved into? I want I want to see where it was going. So so you have one of the, and I'm going to give her credit. At one point, one of the most influential truthers out there, part think, of the part of the Great Awakening moment, and now this has evolved into humping in the matrix. Yeah. No, humping in the matrix. <laughs> No, are you familiar with humping in the matrix? Humping, humping in the matrix. Yes, I think that she just was ahead of the curve as far as this community goes. She was the first, like, uh, podcast to kind of. I, don't know. I feel like she was one of the first solo women, yeah, uh, podcasters talking about stuff that even went beyond politics, and which is why I think a lot of people would send me memes comparing us directly to each other which is why i felt like i had to speak out because i'm nothing spoiler like those are, her those are getting released tomorrow, um whether you like but, it or not. and I, I actually used to like and listen to her show too and Same. now if you go back and listen to a show that was like six months ago and you listen to one today it's the same exact conversation except worse with like a sprinkle of sexualization in it right. which comes down to this mating in the matrix um oh, it's, not, that it's, you, it's not humping in the matrix Mating? Well, it sh- it shouldn't it should be because I mean, isn't mating when you have the intention to have a child? <laughs> True story. <laughs> <To breed. laughs> Noah, you want to weigh in? Uh, I guess. 
Yeah, Noah's got nothing. <laughs> I just like <clears throat> I just like the practice making babies. Nick, you've got a gaggle. <laughs> it's just weird that like this. I don't want to say it. Get into it. Okay, I'll say it. Um, And we're there. This community that we're part of worships people that they'd never met before. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually the matter. This chick, Maria777, was put on a pedestal and people thought she was, for some reason, like the key to information, the key to like having clarity in this crazy like election fraud and all this stuff. And now they're here a year later wondering what's going on. And then it turns out she was a big farce. Yeah, and then now people are like, "Well," and, and I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm going to get out ahead of that. I'm gonna, I don't want to discredit everything she's done because uh, that's sure. I'm sure at some point during this whole venture, she's awakened some people. But then to discredit other people's awakenedness, and at the same time, sliding into a narrative where, okay, I'm going to be done with truthing, but now I'm going to be more into the fleshy part of our community it just seems like to me it's like a mass manipulation movement and noah made a good point offline before the show saying that something about basement dwellers and feet sniffers they're always going to come stuff like that you want to elaborate <laughs> i forgot what i forgot what i said now you said that the feet sniffers and the, and the basement dwellers are always still going to come and pay for it regardless oh the the internet white knights and feet sniffers yeah, yeah. <laughs> so well, it's like uh, to piggyback onto what Nick was saying Go. about having a family and as a woman who never even wanted kids to begin with, but now I'm a mother, there really is no greater rite of passage than creating another human being and not like in a corny hallmark, like my kids are my life meme way. Right. But like this is literally one of the greatest transformations that a woman goes through. It's a rite of passage. Um, It's the most pure, divine love, the essence of creation, the quintessential definition of being a creator. And it is a gift. It is a gift from whoever you call our God or our father, whoever. And not wanting a child is a personal choice, but you would all, you'd be feeding into the whole feminist attack psyop that is attacking the nuclear family and having an animal or a friend is not a psyop. It's not a loose. Mm-hmm. There's, it's a completely different concept. Being aware of the emotions that you feel during having a child or losing an animal. This is just life. Yeah. And being observant of your thoughts and emotions is a different concept than a loose, which they yeah. ca- categorize everything under. And it's just stupid. Well, that was my point saying that, you know, being a father is not a stop. If I don't feed my kids, they're going to die. That's not. (laughs) They sure are. You know what I mean? And if I don't provide for them, like there's things that I get frustrated with that community. It's like everything's fake. This is the matrix. And it's like I get why you think that. But I also think the people that identify with that a lot of times got like maybe the shit end of the stick with the career they chose or they've been working at Costco for the last 12 years. Well, not only that, or it could be like family oriented. They may have come from like a yeah. non-complete family unit. Uh, they may have some, some stuff going on. You know, you don't know if people yeah. have been like, they, they've had like a crime riddled past. They may have bad. Maybe they've it, been molested as a child and, they, and that's their worldview has been shifted. And I, and I get that. And I, and I can't identify with that. Cause right. I I've never molested either. Yeah. No one molested. Negative. Okay. Lala. Um, 
I plead the fifth. <laughs> okay. No, no. But, but, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like at the end of the day, and for this argument solely, there's empathy for that. Like we, we feel that stuff. Like, it's we, not fake. We, we understand that. You know, getting doxxed was probably the suckiest thing that happened to her, number one. Number two, you know, people are not very empathetic for, like, the fact that she has a stalker. But listening to Humping in the Matrix episode one today, I find out that, like, her stalker was a former boyfriend. And then it it turns out to me, like, okay, maybe it's a little bit less stalker. Maybe it's a little bit more shitty ex. Correct. Okay. And, and, like, maybe you're creating your own psyop Mm -hmm. by calling him one. I don't even know what's going on anymore. So I just think I'm lost. That, I don't even know what I'm I, doing. I haven't been paying attention. I'm just like, what? what I just think that people that say this is a psyop, it's a cop out for just giving up a lot of times. And someone that, I mean, she says she's a lawyer, she's successful, all that stuff. God bless her. But all of her followers aren't Not lawyers. the God that she shitted on on Easter, <laughs> but the actual God. But you think about like her followers, like think about some guy, that poor guy that bags groceries at Walmart. And he listens to her show. Everything's sad. And he goes, yeah, yeah. Does he wear fingerless gloves? Probably. Does he have glasses? Probably has a black turtleneck with right. eyeshadow on. Trench right. coat. He's talking about Ron Watkins. Mm. <laughs> and um, Walmart? He probably would if he came back to the oh. U.S. All right, here's the thing. Nobody has wants to interact with that guy because he's a freak. Don't take away from the victory that we've already achieved by directing other people into stuff that's not wholesome, period. Okay. I I just think that the best thing about the community is like the friends that we've made. I'm going to get real corny, but no, it's such a tight knit community. (laughs) I don't live on a high horse. I don't think any of my ideas are authoritative or better than your idea. I've learned so much from interacting with everyone. And I think the ego is really the start of what started rubbing people the wrong way. Um, Saying repeatedly that everything is a psyop. It's like, yeah, a lot of people see that a lot of this is political theater. Um, but I just chose to say something because I wanted to shed light on the darkness in our community by calling it as I see it. Go. Uh, and I think that, like I said, even if we know that politi- politics is theater or big pharma is corrupt. Right. Or that on a more spiritual level that the answer lies inside of us. Yes. But what and how and why you distribute the information in our collective is important because it is all connected and each truth will hopefully lead a path to other parts of the puzzle. And you never know what's going to wake someone up to lead further down it. Where is the compassion? Where is the empathy? And what is the intention of why we're doing this? Yeah. It's like at the the end of the day, she's like putting us on a level where like we were considered like peasants even, you know, to, to challenge somebody's, awakenedness or to say any narrative that we're trying to, you know, get out to the community is a psyop or we're not denying the fact that there isn't or is matrices out there, even multiverses and stuff like that. Simulations. Okay. Like we see templates over and over and over again. Lolly, you did a show on like religious templates that go down from, you know, the start of like, modern dogmatic religions all the way up with characters through current day. But, you know, the fact of the matter is, is that at some point you got to dig in your heels and fight the good fight. That, that's basically what it is. That's what this is all about. It's about getting the information right. out there. So people are informed and prepared for, God forbid, whatever's coming down the pike. You know, it's, it's drama. Yeah, it's going to get a lot more 
ugly before it gets pretty. I'll tell you that much. I don't know. My intention is just to keep fighting against the tyranny for our children. If you don't have children for the future of humanity. So they actually have a world to live in and even any type of freedom. Um, and in my opinion, the only reason why people are paying attention at this point to these type of people is the same reason that people watch 90 day fiance or any trash TV. It's literally just entertaining and the memes are fucking gold. Yeah. I kind of like that comparison right there to trash TV. (laughs) So uh, unfortunately, like, you know, Hulu and Amazon prime and Apple TV, you're going to have to pay for that content. If you know what I mean, wink, wink. So I could say, well, enough, enough about them. Let's talk about you real into, problems. You want to get into the news? Let's do it. Stop the steal. <laughs> there are definitely too many distractions. Like there's things right now that we can definitely control and we can take care of and we can spread information about. So focus on what we yeah. can, what we can actually do. And and if you want to talk about it from like that being stuck in the matrix type thing, like to me the matrix even the fact that it has a negative connotation is can can be wrong because I look at the matrix in the way of like our collective consciousness and how we're all connected to each other. So even though politics can be seen as too matrixy, it's still a piece to the puzzle of being awakened. So you shouldn't look down on people when they're just waking up. Yeah. It's one of those things like you're going to miss the people who have legitimate intentions um, that want to be involved in this movement and to just discredit them is something like, you know, something that's maybe expired because there's no more posts. It's just I, I think it's kind of ignorant to talk about. So any and even bring to the conversation. Think about the millions and millions of people who have been awakened over the last four years. It's incredible. Beautiful. It's incredible. And, and the people in this community who are connected are people who would never, ever, ever think of interacting with each other in any context. So and even though she's got a portion of the credit for that win, um, to discredit the work that you've done by saying it's a certain thing is just completely, number one, irresponsible. And number two, I don't know, it's like borderline pathetic to me. So get your shit together and figure out what you want to do and get back to doing that quality podcast and that, you know, people used to think that was legitimate i'm gonna call it back in the day because we're almost at three years well you got anything else <laughs> on that before we hit the news cycle it was a wednesday um not really i think i, I mean i'm just gonna keep liking the memes as they come along because they're fucking hilarious you might so. not be liking the ones that are coming out tomorrow <laughs> anyways you ever see indiana jones and the raiders lost arc before i don't think so but you probably want to watch it tonight <laughs> So, what's going on in the world today? Stop the steal. Flashpoint, Arizona. We're yeah, on a, where are we at? We're on a brief pause. They have some pre-existing uh, graduation, high school graduations that are going on in the arena that they were using for the Maricopa recount. Nice. <laughs> Noah's going to fill the role of Nick briefly. If his shirt comes off, just... um we we got a lot of stuff going on there they've they've gone through north of three hundred thousand ballots out of the 2.2 million that they're examining forensically right now 
And how many out of how many? What? They have 2.2 million ballots. Okay. They've gone through about 300,000. Oh. Yeah. So they're taking a brief pause for a couple days. But other things are heating up in other places. But before we get to any of that, we need to focus on what's going on in Arizona right now. Arizona is still considered the first domino. Okay. And to not think with all the blowback that's going on in Maricopa County right now, that Arizona isn't already a victory would be almost irresponsible. Okay. Yeah, but there's still people that got their heels dug in. That's just fine. saying, this is bullshit. In the last 24 hours, we have, we have identified our fall guy, and apparently it's going to be the sheriff of Maricopa County. Not Sheriff Joe, but the current one who apparently has the servers, which we were able to find out, even though they were deleted illegally, the cyber ninjas were able to save them. Yeah, I mean, anytime there's something, anytime there's something wiped off a hard disk or something like that, like it's, it's retrievable unless you Hillary Clinton it with a hammer. (laughs) Bleach bit. Yeah. So Mike Lindell appeared a couple times this week. We're going to play a couple days ago when he appeared on Steve Bannon, not Q, War Room. Um, And and some of the things he had to say on there. And then we're going to segue to what he had to say today. Let's check out with our favorite pillow farmer has going on down in Maricopa County and all the money he's blowing to save the Republic. In Arizona to the case that you're it's making. Huge. It, it, it is huge because that's going to be, then you have the, the smoking gun, you have a state going, you have, you have not just all the proof we have, but you have an example of the proof. You have an example. You have there, you have Michigan. Both of them are kind of in a race for both. Michigan, they've already showed it, Steve. But in Maricopa County, you're going to see, I would say, to match up, probably 100,000 votes were flipped Uh, just in the county voting. You're also going to see that they injected votes in Arizona before the election even started. You're going to, these are things you're going to see that, that I already know happened because of the evidence we have, but this is going to prove that so important to this case. You're going to have everything going before the Supreme Court. But each state, if we get two other states that flip their um, electors like Arizona will, it'll be uh, it's kind of like two paths. We actually have three paths to bring this election. I like that. A successful out. So. We have a lot of stuff going on in Maricopa right now. I pretty much feel like we've already got everything we needed. Some of the news that's leaking out behind the scenes is a tell. We're looking at manufactured ballots, incorporated ballots from out of area, and things of that nature. You're welcome. That are going to bring us to where we're at in regards to that state. I, I really feel like at the end of the day, Arizona is going to be an easy win. Uh, Mike Lindell appeared on a roundtable this morning and talked more about some of the people that are Frenzing us behind the scenes. Let's hear what he had to say. I hired white hat hackers from the government, the ones that protect our country. I hired them so no one could say, well, they're not qualified. So, yeah, they're going to be they're going to be tested. They're going to testify when it gets to the Supreme Court. These are the ones our government uses to protect our country from all kinds of cyber attacks, such as the gas thing that just happened. Uh-huh. You know, so why do you. So- so, so there's that. Mike Lindell has employed 
some of he's called them white hat hackers. That's some information and some, you know, titles that kind of fly around our community. And those are people who usually identify themselves as like the kids are at home. The CIA raids their house. They kind of interrogate them a little bit and then figure that they could use them and kind of use them. I feel like Mike Lindell has probably, with his wealth of pillow money, employed some of those children and has them kind of working on behalf of uh, some of the cyber attacks that have gone on over the past, you know, couple months since the election cycle. Um, I think when you go to some of the actual drops and they talk about Mirror, if you go back to our last show with Lala, um, was it in March? It was March, right? I think so. We played a clip from Sidney Powell and hang on. Sorry. Sidney Powell. Sidney Powell. Sidney Powell. Okay, I like it. Uh, to which she kind of elaborated that we were moving into some un- uncharted territory in regards to what would actually happen if the dominoes started to fall. And it was, it, it was extremely interesting because I, I think. Part of that is, um, you know, one of those things when you start to look in how some of these narratives within the movement start to boomerang back. And, you know, you, you start looking at the, the drops and how they're kind of reflective. Let's hear what Sidney Perrell had to say two months ago. Who? When Lala was last on the show um, and how relevant it is to now. This is her on Right Side Broadcasting. Probably wearing cheetah print. Let's go. There's the international aspect of it because there's substantial evidence, and I think there'll be more forthcoming, that China and Iran played a large role in uh, flipping votes for Biden and rigging this election. What is... Can you tell us, give us a sense of the names on both sides of the aisle? I mean, what, I, I don't know if you can or not. Uh, I've got to ask the question. Who, who in the other? I mean, I think Barr obviously let us down and did some things that are dark, as you say. Who, who else? I mean, who else? I really don't know, but I think, frankly, I would encourage law enforcement to investigate the Republicans in the states uh, in which the fraud was so blatant and the city and county officials regardless of their party in each of the six cities in which such egregious fraud happened i mean we now know georgia has found 404,000 ballots for which they cannot trace the quote chain of custody end quote All i mean true. those ballots are not valid they have to be thrown out right. in pennsylvania now i think is uh, somebody said there were 423,000 i think that are invalid in Pennsylvania. Yeah, Georgia and Pennsylvania clearly on the on the radar of, of everybody who follows this. So right. Sydney, from a from a legal perspective, let's let's give ourselves permission to dream for a minute. Let's let's say that hypothetically you prevail uh, in in some of these. And I know that the Supreme Court has already thrown some of these out. But again, we're going to dream for a moment. If they if if we if you were able to categorically prove that an election that these votes were invalid, 
what happens then? Are the are the votes just discounted and the numbers retallied for the candidates? This is that is there another election? What, what happens about. if if we were to win and prevail on this thing? Well, we're definitely in unprecedented territory here, but there are a couple of possibilities. It depends on what fraud is proven and how it's proven and how how determinative the actual vote count, the correct vote count could be, you know, the, the certainty with which you could calculate the actual intended vote count of American citizens who voted. So we won't know until we get farther down the road of this what the proper remedy is. It could be that the Supreme Court winds up ordering a new election, and that could be done promptly. It could be that states recall their electors because of the fraud. Fraud vitiates everything. It vitiates any contract, any conduct should be vitiated by the kind of fraud we're seeing here. And the international interference with the election is uh, an additional issue that explains what happened. So we've got to get further down the road. The main thing we need right now is actual forensic audits in the six key cities that were so plagued by fraud and counterfeit ballots. I mean, we know hundreds of thousands of counterfeit ballots were trucked to different locations. We know that there was an algorithm run in the machines probably throughout the country, not just in the uh, key swing states, but throughout the country, it looks like there was, and they flipped a certain number of votes. And then there were some- So, there you go. Literally two months ago, Sidney Powell talking about stuff in regards to forensic audits that are actually unfolding in real time right now. It seemed like a dream. It seemed like something that was even like a fantasy. Mm -hmm. And here we are deep diving into, you know, the stuff that's going on in Arizona. And we're going to be moving on to quite a few other states pretty soon. Um, you know, it's one of these things that it's it's not going to happen. It's fun to watch it crumble. Yeah, Love because it. as as much as people want to deny that any of this has any substance, it's undeniable that there is some fishy shit that went on. Yeah, obviously. You know who's been working pretty hard on all this? The Cyber Ninjas. Yeah, they recovered the deleted servers. They are working on the watermarks. And the actuality of the ballots. Have we confirmed there is watermarks, like 100%? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. This show has. So, and and it's one of those things. I've said it a couple episodes ago. They wouldn't be running those forensic blacklight stations. Well, I I thought those were for checking the folds and, like, the imprint for, like, a legitimate signature versus a printed signature, yada, yada, all that stuff. Well, I mean, would a digital... I, I want there to be watermarks. I'm not going to lie to you, but... Would a digitally printed signature kind of verify the fact that there are watermarks on ballots? It almost would. So... Do you think there's any chance that the fraud will get pushed to, like, the 2022 election? I hope not. I mean, there... Kind of, like, extending it? There is basically... When you look at it at the absolute legalist legitimateness of these forensic audits there is like one clause in the constitution that basically states if a state certifies ballots that were cast fraudulently and it's proven 
those certifications are null and void. So that's where we would be at. But are we held up in court for fucking months while they're fighting against whether or not all that is true? Or I just I see them kicking it down the road as long as possible. But the fact of the matter is, is like once the first domino falls, how can you not connect it? Number one to other states. Number two, moving on to other forensic audits that are already kind of starting. But before we get out of Maricopa and jump on to anywhere else, I want you guys to listen to something that the CEO of the Cyber Ninjas had to say right before the pause of the Maricopa audits this week. Self-included, they're really bothered the way our country is being ripped apart right now. We want a transparent audit to be in place so that people can trust that the results so we can get everyone on the same page. If we go through here and we don't find any fraud, I'm going to be ecstatic. Yeah. Okay? I'm going to love that. And I want to be able to tell people that. If we go through here and we find fraud, I want to fix it so that our country and democracy works. I know you guys want to paint me as like some bad guy in here. I'm involved in this and putting everything on the line with my company because I care about our country. There's a lot of them. So what do you guys think? I mean, I no, I've said the exact same thing. It's like, I just want to know if we can trust our system or not. Well, obviously, I don't trust our system. <laughs> Neither do I. But Lala, I'm pretty sure you don't trust the system either. No. So um, I, I just think that it's one of those things where you kind of have to, like, look at every angle of it. And, and there's stuff we've known for so long. Uh, it kind of looks like Arizona setting up the fall guy to be the recently elected sheriff there who replaced Sheriff Joe Arpaio. And, you know, Rasmussen reports uh, tweeted the other day that NBC News apparently found an expert to answer what happens if a 4G modem is discovered in the voting equipment. And they went on to say, once you add a modem, you are decertifying the election results. No longer is it federally certified. So this is some uh, modem that had been added after the fact or came stock and just wasn't. It might have been. It's not supposed the, to be activated. Way, yeah, the way it's looking is that it was pre-existing. It's but, probably for like diagnostic use or updating software. But the company denied its existence. Yeah. So just for the sole fact that something that's supposed to tabulate in real time votes that are coming in physically and that the fact that those votes can be manipulated digitally yeah. is a huge red flag. And, and I, I actually think that's how they're going to tie into decertifying the votes in Arizona and those eventually going over to the other side. Um, speaking of things that are decertified digitally, we, we're moving on to Michigan right now. And one of the good friends of this show, Matthew DiPerno, obviously Italian. Yeah. Um, who's been working hard in Antrim County up there, uh, shared some of the information he's been working on as the forensic audit in Michigan is waiting for a disposition. I believe it's tomorrow from a federal judge who was presented with evidence last week and now is waiting to see if, uh, you know, it's going to be allowed or not. Our friend, Matthew DiPerno, Michigan, request for a forensic audit. Got him. Audio and go. Covered this weekend. And I'll tell you something we discovered this weekend. We can now show that after the election is done, someone, anyone really, who has access to those tabloids can reopen 
the election. Run more ballots through the tabulator. Print off a new tabulator tape with the new ballots and backdate that tape to November 3rd. Now that directly affects the way our counties canvass. Remember, if you, the way canvassing works, you look at that tabulator tape compared to your poll books and the EMS. If the number of voters match on that tabulator tape compared to the poll book, they will certify your election. But to be able to discover that someone can re-enter that tabulator, run another election after the election day by stuffing ballots. And we've done this up to over 28 ballots we were able to do in, in small little sequences, just as test runs. You can do 100 if you want, you can do 1,000, you could probably do a million. Uh, but then to backdate that tabulator, 80 million? shows significant potential <laughs> for fraud. And I go back to the beginning where I talked to you in, in the beginning. It's the Secretary of State's job to run tests on these machines and to run tests on this source code. And she has failed to do this. My team should not be the people discovering this. We're doing the work of the FBI and Department of Justice. And we've done it in six months. And we've done it in six months. So there you go. He's talking about the way that the tabulators and the machines can be manipulated, um, both pre, during, and post-election status. Can we get some? Can we get an election system where you can't fuck with the votes? Like that, just make it so it like just tabulates the votes and hard, hard stop. <laughs> How dare you? What? That's racist. Yeah. So right now we are waiting for a disposition from a federal judge in regards to a request for a forensic audit in Michigan. That's where we're at right now. Matthew DiPerno is leading that fight, and I feel like once he gets together with some of the right entities, maybe a little Mike Lindell, maybe a little Cyber Ninja, mm-hmm. I think we're I think we're gonna be okay there. Probably the second domino, even though a lot of people think that Georgia may be the next. Um, however, we do have some news out of Wisconsin. And over the last maybe 48 hours, Wisconsin has announced the request to perform a forensic audit of the 2020 presidential election. Are they going to be using the same company to do the forensic audit or are they going to? Listen, I've explained this to Nick a lot. I'm not Nick. I know. Oh, hey, Law. I didn't even see you sitting there. (laughs) I'm sitting in Nick's seat. Nice white claw. (laughs) (laughs) Got him. Okay, here's the thing. Uh, The two recounts that the Trump campaign paid for Mm -hmm. and the forensic audit that's been announced in Wisconsin are two totally different things. No, no, no. I know that, but I mean, like, who's going to do the forensic audit? Is the Cyber Ninja going to be, like, the exclusive forensic auditing company or... 
are different states. And is states. someone going to audit the auditing company? And like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, technically, well, I, I guess. A lot of this stuff will be challenged at some point. But, but however, right. the cyber ninjas are recording every step, every detail, which is good. If, if you look in Arizona, there yeah. are multiple cameras that are 24-7 on every station there. Yeah. There is nothing going on in the Arizona recount right now that's shady. No, but I'm just saying, like, so the cyber ninjas are a company that has X amount of employees or yes. whatever. So they probably can't conceivably do multiple audits at the same time. I don't know the extent of their capabilities. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, is that Michigan's waiting for a disposition. I think it comes tomorrow. Arizona's already deep diving into their audit. And now Wisconsin has officially re- um, requested a official forensic audit of the 2020 election. Or There, there was some uh, Arizona official that was trying to vote to put a stop to this nonsense. Yeah, you're talking about the uh, Secretary of State there who is not a Republican. You think? Yeah, apparently. You don't say. So, uh, like I said, they already set up the fall guy. It's going to be the sheriff who has the servers and apparently the passwords that a federal judge has ordered to be turned And he wouldn't over. give them up. He wouldn't so far, and he won't. So he has the passwords. He does. And, and he actually has the physical servers, too. Oh, so those are going to get fucking hammered and drilled. <laughs> Probably. Well, it doesn't matter because whatever's been deleted digitally, the cyber ninjas have already recovered in Arizona. Okay, so they were deleted off the f- servers that the sheriff has in his custody. How did yeah. they access to recover the information or they got it? While well, they it was... accessed it through a proxy that supposedly doesn't exist. But this is archived data that they withdrew previously while it was connected to the Internet? Right. Okay, I got you. So they just archived the whole thing. So Makes it looks sense. like some of the stuff that Mike Lindell theorized in his documentaries now is starting to come to fruition so that's where that's where we're at call them crazy but apparently loyalty starting to pay off yeah um something's going on in georgia too in regards to stop the steal there is some kind of uh audit being prepared there we've talked about it on this show and we're, we're um looking into it right now um, Flashpoint, Fulton County, Georgia. Judge Brian Amaro. Pretty weird that it's always Italian people that are involved in this stuff, but I'll take it. <laughs> okay. Has ordered the production of, and I'm quoting now from him, scanned absentee ballots and all respective metadata from the November 3rd, 2020 election must be given or turned over to him by May 21st, 2021, for a final hearing and a disposition released by that judge. Okay? And, and I have the actual court documents that are, you know, I'm showing Noah. There you go, Lala. Those documents have been filed, and the judge has requested them, and he will make a disposition whether or not Georgia, which a lot of people are saying the second domino, which would, which would be to fall. We can only speculate right now and, and ask you to do all of your own research on it in, in regards to these matters. Well, back to this asshole not giving up the servers and the passwords. Isn't that just like an admission of guilt at that point? Like, right. what If you don't have anything to hide, why don't you just fucking hand them over? Well, like all things, you're going to have to find some regular person to be the fall guy. Do you also know how many people that I talk to on a regular basis where I will mention this in passing that there is an audit occurring in Arizona and the other states are falling suit and that they're just looking at me like blinking with absolutely no idea what's going on in the world. It's like the NPC meme where it's like goes from regular to like mad eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's an audit going on in like four other states and they're like, oh, 
I like the I like the one where it like does like the the reboot screen and everything. <laughs> <laughs> the, the fucking blue screen All of the death. Blue screens. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's that's that, my favorite. That's kind of where we're at with this stuff right now in regards to stop the steal. There's I a, mean, how many times do I have to say it? I do not understand why anyone would want to fuck with this ever again. Like, I just want to know who won. Like, you don't watch the fucking Super Bowl and you want to like have somebody fucking argue and recount the fucking goals. Like, you watched it. It happened. Like, I want well, transparency. I want transparency. Well, that's. How yeah, but at least at dare least, you. At least it's rigged to the point where like you can watch it and like okay, that's good acting, you know. Yeah, well, that, that's the thing. It's like wrestling. It's like you know, we we found out that wrestling was fake, and then we kept watching it. Well, wait, I mean, wait, wait, wait. hard stop, like, hard stop. Wrestling's fake. <laughs> Stone Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock went the last time that wrestling was good. You know, you want to hear my wrestling? Story? How dare you! Right. <laughs> God damn. I just round off in X garage. No, here's my wrestling story. I used to be a habitual, like all my friends packed in a room, no matter what, all through high school, up until college, freshman year in college, they had Monday Night Raw at the Hartford Civic Center. And I went to college. Did you think it was real at that time? Just curious. I liked I, I was kind of sucked up into it. OK, OK, but I know. But was it I'm just asking, like, I'm not judging you. I'm just saying. I don't know right it, now. I don't know if I thought it was you, real, but it was one of those things where I just liked the high drama. So here's the thing. We, well, I remember seeing wrestling when I was a kid because a family friend, we used to always go over to these these people's houses and they were super into the wrestling and stuff right? like that. And I would watch it and me being a critical thinker and just noticing detail. I'm like, how dare ah, you? OK, you know, but it's like I just assumed that that's just what you're that's just what it is. It's right. just, this is entertainment. So, so my freshman year in college, we went, me and a gaggle of my teammates from the football team, right? We went to Monday Night Raw, Hartford Civic Center. Nice. We go, and there, there's just a lot of stuff going on. The main event that night was Steve Austin versus somebody Stone who- Stone Cold. Stone Steve Cold Steve Austin. Beer cracking Steve Austin. <laughs> yeah. When Steve Austin would always come out, right? he would always have a certain kind of intro. And what would it be? It would be the two middle fingers up in the air, mm -hmm. right? Cracking beers, all American. <laughs> so That's awesome. me. So I'm, I'm sitting That's in- That's how I enter rooms. I'm sitting in the cheap seats with all my friends because I didn't have any money because I was a college freshman, right? There's a guy in front of me and he has his daughter with him. She's maybe like six, seven years old tops. Both middle fingers out. Steve Austin comes out. I get fucking hyped. I'm standing on my seat cheering but then for some reason my vision gets trained onto this little girl who gets on top of her dad's shoulders and starts giving double middle fingers and for some reason i just got such a bad negative vibe from that it like ruined i never watched wrestling again what really I, yes i don't know what it was like see i see a little kid giving people the, the bird and i'm like that's fucking awesome you know Good what for you Dude, I can't wait till my daughter starts saying fuck off to people when they tell her to wear a mask. She's too. <laughs> there won't be masks by the time your daughter tells them to fuck off. Yeah, that should well, be Well, if that anyone yells at her for anything, she's going to be like, have you ever read the Constitution at like four or five? Nice. Cool. So. I like it. I like it too. <laughs> so I think there's a lot of people who haven't read the Constitution. So that might be a. I have one right here in my kitchen and right next to my desk out there. So I like it. I love it too. I also carry one in my everyday pack right there up on the fucking what is that thing called noah you know everything um 
armoire like shelf yeah, i don't know three it's an tiered, industrial storage rack four tiered industrial <laughs> storage rack in nick's garage and i also keep one in my everyday uh backpack that i bring to work yeah. pocket constitution i don't have a pocket constitution I'll i have it one memorized oh. <laughs> bullshit first of all first of all your statement <laughs> shall not be infringed you fucking liar <laughs> I identify as someone who has the Constitution memorized. Um, so that's what we got for can Stop the Steal. Yes. What you say? Of course we can hear you. How, no, we, how, how, okay. we were just talking over you. How dare you make that blip right now? Okay, we're not. I said, go. what about the prince saying that our First Amendment is bonkers? No. Well, nobody listens to him. Yeah, they've seen his family. Oh my God! Have you seen, can have say you seen the Patriot? Yeah. I think Mel Gibson had a pretty good answer for him when he put a fucking American flag through somebody's chest. I've always wanted to do that. <laughs> exactly. So the other, the other side note I got for Stop the Steal before we move on right now is that New Hampshire has had some major hiccups um, in their vote that went on in 2020. They're requesting an audit because they feel that the Dominion voting machines with Smartmatic software heavily, heavily favored Democrats and weird yeah are are not reliable moving forward also weird so i think nevada and new hampshire are kind of wild cards but right now we got to keep all the focus on arizona pennsylvania michigan wisconsin and georgia the states that we have been talking about on this show where shit happened on november 3rd that number one should have never happened number two cannot be legitimate are people forgetting completely like well, I played the I played the clips right. about Dominion and Smart Mat- or Smartmatic. It's like, what year was that? Two thousand sixteen. Like people have just Whoa. completely forgotten that. There was an audio clip going. Around. <laughs> Whoa! People want to ignore it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, there was there was a clip going around this week uh, in our orbit that showed Kamala Harris testifying before Congress when she was a congresswoman from California. And if you listen to it, you would think it was relevant. To was this that po- was that after she was uh, one of Montel's side bitches? <laughs> Got her. <laughs> so, how fucking terrible. Oh. Okay, here's the thing. What's worse, Kamala Harris being one of Montel's side bitches or the dick print on her dress that everybody pointed out because people are calling her a man. So Me I, pretending that I'm shocked. Yeah, that was just a Kamala toe. <sighs> God. No, you know what? It's just one of those things. Like, uh, you, you, at the end of the day, you have to understand that, like, before. Donald Trump broke the matrix and I'm going to go out and say it. He fucking did. So I'm sorry. Like everybody uh, outside of our orbit doesn't like to say that number one, Donald Trump might be the savior of Western civilization because guess what? Yeah. We're like that part in uh, the third star Wars prequel movie where Yoda's fighting the emperor and the, the emperor starts kicking his ass and Yoda's hanging on by like a fucking fingernail on that little thing before he falls off and gives up. That's literally where we're at right now. Okay. Well, and you know, I probably would have had a different response a week ago, but after okay. that episode that I did on the ancient templates, okay. I don't think he's I don't think he's a savior, but I think that he is a tool used by God in the fight of good versus evil. But then I also sometimes think like, is that all manufactured as well? So I go back and forth between it. But um, here's the thing: at the end of the day, Noah. Well, his message hasn't changed since the fucking 80s. It's right. always been the same. That's and, and true. Through his five books and all of his interviews and all throughout the campaigns, regardless of whether or not his party official affiliation has changed, his narrative has not. Which okay. is irrelevant. Perfect. Yeah. Um, here's the thing. Here's the deal. YMCA 
him getting out of the fucking plane <laughs> fucking and amazing. dancing. Amazing. Here's the thing. I'm going to go quick poll. I, I, no, don't, I don't move my feet when I dance either. Do you miss it? Yes. Lala, do you miss it? Miss what? YMCA, YMCA dancing. Trump dancing. Oh, um, I never watched. No, 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 no. <laughs> you, I know at some point you've seen it. Do you miss? I Donald? never, I never saw him doing that. Are you saying that Donald Trump dancing is a psyop? Okay, here we go. Oh, I thought you were saying that he did the YMCA. Are you talking no, about? No, he never did the actual YMCA. He, he comes out says, to YMCA. Oh, okay. So that's what I was saying. Yes, right. of course I miss his dancing. Yeah, of course. So of he course. weighed in this week because there was a lot of stuff going on within the Republican Party. I don't know if you guys are aware of that, or, or I'm sure our listenership is. Liz Cheney was removed. Garbage. Fucking ri- yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, Stefanik was put into the third highest ranking Republican. Here's the things you need to know about her. First of all, Liz Cheney, regardless of if she fed into Stop the Steal, okay, or whether or not she fed into Donald Trump, voted with him 91% of the time. Stefanik voted with Donald Trump 77% of the time. Hmm. So even though she's been put into that position of power, it's going to be interesting to see moving forward how she is voting with the party lines right now, which is this is still the party of Donald Trump. Donald Trump weighed in this week. What do you okay. have to say? Well, OK, I'm going to do it as best as I can. Just imagine channel Donald Trump through me as Dan Scavino is typing this as a stenographer for Donald Trump as he sits in Mar-a-Lago. The and, Winter White House. And hypothetically talks about things in the Republican Party from Donald Trump and I'm quoting breaking news exclamation point new polling by CBS News on the state of the Republican Party parentheses which is very strong nice President Trump has a stronghold on the GOP stop 80% of Republicans agree with the removal of Liz Cheney from the GOP leadership and only 20% disagree okay so not bad. Yeah. OK. The poll also showed that 67 percent of Republicans said that they do not consider. And I'm quoting now sleepy Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> what if he calls him Joey bag of donuts once as the legitimate winner of the 2020 presidential election? <laughs> so now you're talking about in real time, almost 70 percent of all registered Republicans don't consider Joe Biden the legitimate winner of the 2020 presidential election. That's fucking weird. Well, and even if you did think he was a legitimate winner, you don't think he's fucking competent to fucking lead the country. I'll go on. Fucking. Donald Trump, and I'm still quoting from his statement, I agree with them 100%. Yeah. Just look at the facts and the data. There is no way that Joe Biden won the 2020 presidential election. Hard no stop. way. Hard stop. <laughs> so that Absolutely was mic drop. no way. Yeah. Well, he doesn't have to mic drop. He is the mic. Yeah. So the I just saw today on the interwebs that there was, you know, how like they have like those little weed gummy bags. Okay. It had Joe Biden's face and it was called Sleepy Joe Biden as like the string. I don't hate it. Got it. (laughs) And that's probably made by people on his team. We're going to shift now. (laughs) So speaking of people besides Joseph R basements junior that haven't been having a good week because joe biden with an an never has a good week is mr anthony fauci no it's uncle fauci uncle fauci 
He's been having a terrible week. So, huh. I mean, it's looking a little bad. Getting into our COVID roundup, which is probably near expiration date, right? Yeah, now. I think it shit's over. So, um, is after- it or is it just getting started? Don't you even start beams? I, I'm, oh, you I'm ready. After a week after. Mr. Fauci was absolutely fucking destroyed. Oh my god! By Rand Paul on Capitol Hill. That was nice to watch. I loved um, it. He was grilled by a subcommittee this week on the vax totals for people in the CDC, the NIH, and places of that nature. So people on his team, basically. You would think you so. Know, no, no, I it just like the, the the royal we, like on his team because yeah. he's part so, of that. So the, the vaccination <clears throat> is basically delivered from God to the people to save everyone from coronavirus. Everything can open. Mask can come off if you are administered the vaccination. However, let's hear what Anthony Fauci had to say when he was grilled in Rand Paul style by the subcommittee. I can't wait. On Capitol Hill this week. I'm going to go to Dr. Fauci, Dr. Marks, and Dr. Lewinsky. Um, Lewinsky. What percentage of the employees in your institute, your center, or your agency of your employees has been vaccinated? Mm. <laughs> Did he adjust his glasses first? You know, I'm not 100% sure, off. Senator, but I think it's probably a little bit more than half, probably around 60%. It's 47%. I, I can't tell you the exact number, but it, it's probably in the same range. Some people vaccinated at our facility and others at uh, outside of the facility. Did we ask Dr. where? We're encouraging um, our employees to get vaccinated. We've been doing town halls and education seminars. Um, we have the, our staff have the option to report their vaccination status. But as you un- understand, the yeah, federal yeah, government uh, is not uh, requiring it. So okay, we do, uh, 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 do we ask about your town halls? No. So there you go. You have Anthony Fauci, the head of the CDC. And the NIH director both saying that somewhere south of 50% of all employees so far have been administered both doses of the vaccine. You know, it's almost like we told people about this a long time ago that this was all going to happen. Okay. People like to think that we make this shit up. Like, don't take the fucking vaccine. You are literally the clinical trial as human lab rats i I don't understand how people don't get that you are talking they are literally just being programmed that's the only way that you can explain it they are not like and and i'm not saying that we're like the most awakened ones but they are they have uh, they're just reiterating everything they hear on the news or that they see on social media because it's not just the news it's all over social media and they're attacking people in that way, get vaccinated, get vaccinated, get vaccinated. Do, it's a social contract for them to do it. And it's, it's sick. Well, it's the, it's the next level of virtue signaling. Yeah. It, it's absolutely ridiculous. You have the three biggest heads of the agencies pushing these vaccines saying that somewhere less or equal to 50% of their organizations, the people that make it, the people that are saying it's safe, the people that are saying there's no reason that anything bad's gonna you're not gonna get blood clots, you're not gonna have bad periods, you're not gonna go into seizures. But these people that are saying, like, if you wanna get back to fucking normal, 
take this vaccine. And you're talking less than 50% of all three of these organizations across the boards, regardless of whether they're getting, oh, we're, 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 uh, we're promoting like educational awareness in regards to these vaccines. Town hall and, meetings. Yeah, we're, we're having town hall meetings and doing Q&As. Blah, blah, blah. 47 fucking percent across the board. Yeah, here's the Q. Do you want the vaccine? The A is no. Yeah, exactly. So, Have you ever asked someone specifically who has gotten this robot slave injection why, if you can still contract it and spread it? The answer is always the same because of workforce me so I can travel. Perfect. And yeah. It, none of it has anything to do with for my health, for my safety. So... You know, moving forward with that, Anthony Fauci continued throughout the week. And when he knows his narrative is now destroyed, Rand Paul connected him to the Wuhan lab where the virus was probably originated through genetic manipulation. Yeah, the gain of function research. Exactly. Which he's denying. All of the receipts up to this point have been scrubbed from the Wuhan lab website. It used to have five or six entities that were U.S.-based, including federal organizations and colleges where these um, experiments were going on and funding was coming directly from to that virology lab in Wuhan. They know that you can't delete shit from the internet, right? Like, it's always there. Everybody has the receipts. (laughs) I'm not going to say receipts. Receipts. I'm not reading it off a cue card. We have it all. We do. And it's panic in D.C. because... What do you do when your narrative gets busted? We've talked about it for over a year now. We're going on two years now. So switch to switch to geopolitics. Close. If you don't believe in the narrative, right? I'm going to just put this out here. It's going to be if you don't believe in the narrative, you are blank. I'm going to ask you guys to answer this question. Oh, it's racist. Perfect. Lala, if you don't believe in the narrative, you're what? Conspiracy theorist. Even better. Let's hear what Fauci had to say. Oh, he says racist conspiracy theorist. No. <laughs> Even close. Yeah. Oh, uh, wait. Uh, violent extremists. Right wing extremist. Anthony Fauci, his narrative continuously being destroyed, brings it back home to racism. Check it out. We always circle back to racism. We have with COVID 19 things that we've seen with other diseases a clear-cut racial and ethnic disparity where African-Americans, Latinx, American Indians, Alaskan Natives, Pacific Islanders suffer disproportionately, particularly when you're talking about a higher rate of infection, but also, again, using the parameter of the rate of hospitalization per 100,000 population. Take a look at Hispanic, Latinx, Black hospitalization compared to white. 359 and 357 compared to 78. A clear Shut cut up. disparity there. All right. Yeah, but th- that doesn't mean, okay. that doesn't mean racism. Latinx that just means difference. Is not a thing. I don't care how many times you're gonna fucking say it. Latinx is not a thing. Sure is. As a Latina, stop it. Stop. Stop. I don't understand. Do you just add an X to everything? Stop it. So Devin, Devin Nunes. Is, is it going to be Latin Y next? One of our biggest supporters this week and fighters in the good fight this week um, has pressed Biden with an AN. The DNI uh, for more information on the COVID lab leak theory. 
Okay. Yeah. Which we've been talking about. And he actually sent an official letter, which I'm not going to get into because long-winded and very systematic in regards to the things that they want to know based off the receipt that Rand Paul mentioned on Capitol Hill last week um, when he was challenging Fauci and saying that he funded the lab. Uncle Fauci. Right. That was doing the tests that wound up getting spread to a lab worker and eventually the world. I feel like if you have, uh, I don't know, the the thing that your lab fucking does and you can't even protect the people that work there from it, you probably have some, I don't know, made in China lab equipment. Yeah. That's not so up to par, maybe. So, I mean, uh, we got some audio from Joe Biden. He, he began and... Um, Ended the week with two pretty bigly shitty things. Uh, first of all, we're gonna have Talking. him. Yeah, we're gonna have him. This is like me reading off a cue card on our show. All right, listen to this. This is Joe Biden talking about the consequences that can go along with the vaccine. Tell me what you think. You know the thing. <laughs> is vaccinated or masked? Vaccinated. Get vaccinated. <laughs> Okay. Wait. No, no, no. He was reading the fucking teleprompter. Vaxed. It's get (laughs) vaxxed or mask. I mean, he said it way more pronunciated than he said vaxxed. Yeah. Like it it, it may have been like V A X hyphen capital E capital D. So he like went for it. That's why I made that video. Anything you put on the teleprompter, Biden will read. Mask it. Or, Or me reading off of it. Masked. So, but but one thing <laughs> one thing that was a little concerning this week was something that actually. Or maybe said, he's talking about mask ed, like sex ed, mask ed. <laughs> oh, okay, so like, like a it, training course, it, like how to put the mask an on. Informational course. Education. Well, I mean, that I feel like that would start with the fact that you're not supposed to touch your face when you're wearing a mask. Boring. And people that wear masks touch their faces. Know it. What was your vaccine theory? Do, do, do you want to hear a fun fact off of uh, something? Someone who's a medically trained professional. Yeah, yeah. Those masks that we normally wear outside in public Mm -hmm. after 15 minutes, don't do shit. Well, even the N95 ones, because I used to do demolition and construction work, and those things are only good for maybe an hour. Lala, were you you asking me about my vaccine theory? Why don't you elaborate on that a little bit? No, Noah's vaccine theory. Oh, yeah. So. Okay, you may or may not like this, Lala. So I've already pre-vetted it. But this may trigger you. No, and it's just, it's, no, just, it's, it's, it's not it's not me taking any particular stance other than just thinking about just weird shit. Okay, that's how my brain works. So, so right now we're gonna go vaccine theory from my Noah seven seven seven, and well, <laughs> welcome to episode one of my Noah seven seven seven, and go. Welcome. Like I, <laughs> welcome. Go ahead. Let's hear it. All right. So there's a lot of people that are thinking that this is some big depopulation theory where the vaccines are designed to cut the earth down to the fucking Georgia Guidestones levels. I'm so thankful that you said that. Right? Same. All right. You're you're learning. I already know about that shit. But he does follow me. So there's hope. Yeah. (laughs) No, but like, and me not thinking anything other than just critical thinking Right. All right. So if not critical race theory, let's not go there. Okay. Uh, Vax ed. So, okay. So let's go for the idea that this is a big, massive depopulation scheme by the fucking 
Illuminati or whoever the fuck, you know. Illuminati. Illuminati. Linwood voice. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so let's say that's that's the deal, right? Okay, so what is, like, if, if, if if this is the army... Like the people who are be- obedient, right? This is their army of people that is supporting everything that they want to do. Their global agenda. Like, what? What is the purpose of killing off all the beta males? Right. I can tell you. Yeah. So this is a revelation that I've had from my show. Actually, I recorded last night, which actually connected a lot of those dots for me mm. on the vaccinations in general, and so. Um, it gets really deep though, but this man who I interviewed has three books written on it. All of his sources cited, his name is Wayne McRoy and he talks and he has three children with vaccine injuries who are autistic. Okay. So they are trying to perfect this autism in which plugs into the neural link that Elon Musk is. Right. Uh-huh. So these the vaccination really is a depopulation Event. tool, but it's also like a plug into this antichrist system, which is the new world order, which is the one world religion, which is the one world currency and all of that. Uh-huh. So it all ties in together. And that's, and that's exactly why there is no medical benefit to taking it. No. Absolutely none. Absolutely none. So what they have found in their research is that people who are autistic have an easier way to transfer their consciousness to the Neuralink technology. And so they're essentially perfecting their vaccine to have an autistic person with no physical manifestations of it. Well, that's, a, that's a really good point. That's very interesting. Yeah, I, I kind of like that. So, but on the same level of the plant, part B of my weird little theory that I thought of, go. <laughs> let's say that okay, so that makes sense what you just said. Mm-hmm. But for me, what I was thinking is just like, okay, these are all the people on your team. Why would you want to depopulate the people on your team and leave patriots and fucking people that are into guns as the strongest to survive? So, plan part B of that would be: what if the vaccine is actually the thing that's going to save people and i'm still not going to get it but right so maybe the next uh, genetic weapon is going to only target people that aren't vaccinated that's good point. that's just a weird fucking thing to think about yeah, you know you know may the that? odds be ever in your favor right yeah so <laughs> i make my own odds click clack bring it back <laughs> so no that's that's not a and that's not me taking any other stance than i don't fucking trust it i don't fucking parts. want it but I mean, no. I just, I mean, if you have a fucking critical thought type brain and you're going to think of stuff right. rationally instead of emotionally, you just got to think of different, you know, absolutely different ways. There's of, different parts yeah. and pieces and there's different uh, steps, but to go along with the same story that I was just talking about, this is an agenda that has been put in place for thousands of years. This is, I think that they see that the great awakening is inevitable. So they're doubling down and that's, what's manifesting right now. Yeah. Well, I think the great awakening, so to speak is rapidly progressing. I mean, just the technology and the ease of transmitting information, Mm -hmm. like even just like 
since I was a younger kid. Like we went from fucking pagers to cell phones. Yeah, like literally, I had a, I had a fucking pager. I had a pager too, and then well, I got a computer. You're a little bit younger than us, but I mean, listen, AOL. I had a pager. My yeah. high school exit exam was done on a typewriter. What? Yes. 1995 in the sticks, small high school. You were in high school in 1995? Stop it. I was born in 99? I graduated in 98. 89. You're a wee lass. That's what we call you on the show. Wee lass. Normally, my old self would say that I have daddy issues. How did you have a goddamn pager? I'm actually trying to reframe that. How did you have a pager at your age? Poor. That shit was uh, gone. It was like a cool thing to do. It was like an artifact. It was retro. Oh, it was <laughs> retro. I see how it is. I like it. Well, no, I have, it a, I have a turntable at home if it makes you feel any better. So let's let's look at some stats <laughs> that go against this Fauci crushing narrative. He he's, crushes himself. He's a fucking retard. No, regardless of what we think on this show, he's to doing. us, but okay. not to the six. Oh, I mean, he's the second coming of fucking Einstein for within, everybody else. Within twenty four hours of him v. Rand Paul. 16 he's, he's Einstein X 16 <laughs> Einstein X I like that 16 states changed their mass mandates and lifted them got them in addition to all the other ones that were already lifted okay the CDC updated their advisories on the same day that Rand Paul absolutely nuked Fauci on Capitol Hill which said that you don't have to well if you're vaxxed you don't have to wear it number one indoors number two outdoors number three within you know a certain amount of feet of people Okay, they updated all of their things. Did you say feet? Texas reported. <laughs> Ron Watkins. Feet pics. Mm. Texas smell, reported zero, the better. zero COVID deaths within a week for the first time since Joe Biden criticized Texas as using Neanderthal science for lifting all of their COVID restrictions on the day of them deciding they had enough of this bullshit. You think they would have just gone down there and heart attack guns some people or something just mm-hmm. to make it look bad? Overall, across 50 states, COVID deaths are down 81%. There, there is no narrative left other than extreme and utter fear. Which Joe Biden with an AN was pressing this week and let's hear exactly what he had to say in regards to pushing that fear porn narrative. But if the unvaccinated get vaccinated, they will protect themselves and other unvaccinated people around them. Boring. If they do not, states with low vaccination rates may see those rates go up, may see this progress reversed. Ultimately, those who are not vaccinated will end up paying the price. What huh? the fuck does that mean? So the vaccinated people are only going to protect the vaccinated people, but the unvaccinated people are going to fuck up the vax- Those, vaccinated okay, people. That statement from the person currently occupying the White House. Or the va- unvaccinated people are As the result of a fraudulent election right now feeds directly into Noah's narrative that as far as the vax goes, Noah, Lala, Nick, and myself are dead as of next year. Fine. But also, how about the fact that he mentioned, oh, that the rates could get way worse? Yeah, no shit. We know you can manipulate the PCR test. Grow up. That's so last year. Well, that and I 
didn't grab the clip, but there was some expert that was talking about natural immunity is more resilient than a vaccinated immunity. Duh. Like, I mean, that makes sense to me. I'm not a fucking doctor. No, it, uh, doctors are the I'm most about as much of a doctor as Bill Gates. There you go. I have the same medical degree. Yeah. I like it. So, moving on to some issues in regards to the Southwest border. Mm, so many issues. Our segment, as we like to call, Border Wars? Yeah. No? What do you like? I don't even know. So, uh, Operation Welcome. <laughs> Operation Clusterfuck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The Arizona AG, Mark Bronovich, has asked Biden, with an A-N, to fire or remove former African-American vice president, current Asian-American vice president, probably someday Hispanic vice president, Camelia Harris, as she's done on this show, from her air quoting border czar role. And I'm air quoting. What if she was a border side bitch? I'm air. (laughs) Ask Montel Williams. (laughs) I'm air quoting in the same way that the Biden's border side bitch as Next time, Montel. The Mexican president, Lopez Obrador, last week said when he mentioned her in a Zoom meeting and said, you're a border czar with air quotes, (laughs) to which she promptly walked out of. Um, I feel like that's not the most adult uh, reaction you could have as a, you know, public official. Like, maybe just take a little heat. Well, well, apparently you've... While I respect your opinion, let's talk about the real problems that we have here. Apparently you, Nick, or myself have never worked on the Southwest border, so how dare you? Why would I want to? It sounds terrible. Awful. Um, I'm reading from Breitbart now. The Arizona Attorney General is calling for Vice President Camelia Harris. This is removal from uh, leading the administration's effort to end the crisis at the nation's southwest border, according to Fox News. Um, He went on to say the crisis at our southwest border has been escalating since January 20th and is now clearly a catastrophe. And a tragedy in the making. Um, like many Americans, I was occurred. I was encouraged on March 24th appointment of Kamala Harris's um, ever to lead the move to stem the tidal wave of illegal migration into our country. However, to date, and we're quoting today, which is May 18th, 2021, um, her response to the border crisis has been absolutely abysmal. And I am requesting that she be replaced as, and they quoted, just as the Mexican president did, as the borders are. So, and I mean, it goes on to outline some of the things that have happened since the beginning of the year and this, that, and the other thing in regards to that exact narrative. But, you know, I just, I hate to keep saying it, but can you imagine if any of the shit that's going on was the Trump administration? People would be fucking in the streets. Before Trump left office... Is one of his top advisors, advisors, Dr. Peter Navarro, uh-huh. forecasted. We've talked about it so many times in the show. He estimated we played the audio 2.1 million economic migrants, criminals, pedophiles, murderers, gang members, terrorists will cross over this border in this fiscal year. At this point, right now, we're at May 18, 2021. We have had over. 530,000 people cross over the southern border into the United States to claim some form of asylum. We are on track right now to meet that benchmark that Peter Navarro stated before he left office with Donald Trump 
of 2.12 million people illegally into this country this year. So that sounds terrible, right? But it gets even worse. Is that uh, migrant protection protocol thing? Is that coming back? Boring. No? Yesterday. Yesterday? The acting ICE head admitted in an interview that his agency is not tracking anyone illegally coming into the United States amid the, quote, surge at the border. Okay. Acting Director of U.S. Customs and Border Protection and U.S. Customs Immigration and Customs Enforcement Task Force, Tay Johnson, made a, a shocking revelation yesterday that the agency's handling of illegal immigrants when recently testified before the House of Appropriations Subcommittee on Homeland Security on Capitol Hill said that they are not tracking anyone that's getting processed coming into the United States right now. So they're being given paperwork and sh- like show up at this date for a court date or th- we're going to mail you information to your non-existent address? Like, how- they're just not nothing, just released. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Representative Ashley Hinson recently testified uh, before Congress and then tweeted later on that acting ICE Administrator Johnson just admitted that ICE is not tracking illegal immigrants once they're in the U.S. and that ICE has no idea how many immigrants are currently in Iowa or any other state in the United States once released from federal custody at the border. This is absolutely unacceptable. Wait, there's no headcount? Like, they don't know how many people they've released? Nothing. All all I got is the raw numbers, and it's north of 530,000 from January to May. So, Republican lawmakers have been pushing for the Biden with an AN administration to change its rhetoric when it comes to the border in order to protect Americans and those trying to migrate. Um, It is especially crucial... As the hot summer months You're are talking about people migrating out of border cities, boring are quickly approaching and U.S. Customs and Border Patrol officers are spending ample amounts of their time tending to the immigrants trying to cross into the U.S. border illegally on an everyday basis. This is kind of one of those things like I don't see the benefit of this to well, the country. Like if somebody's got like a legitimate, if somebody's got a legitimate claim and they can prove that they have actual legitimate fear for their life, then by all means, you know, put them in the process. But if somebody just coming here and they literally just say, I just want to work, you know, I, I don't see the benefit. No, it's, it's, it's disturbing. Yeah. To say the least. Um, it, and then we're still we're still dead in the water on things like Operation Talon. Like those things aren't coming back. Operation Talon is gone. Which, again, Operation Talon directly benefiting the United States by finding and removing legitimate criminals and dangerous menaces to society. Pedophiles. Pedophiles. Gang murderers. Gang members. Lala, weigh in. I mean, this is a really hot topic right now. Hot toppy. I mean, I know you, I know you feel very passionately in some contexts to this narrative, and we want to hear what you have to say in regards to the unmitigated, unmitigated crisis at the southern border right now. I mean, you know that both of my parents were immigrants. Yes. Legally. Uh, I'm first generation American and I have compassion for people who are trying to move 
to America for whatever reason, whether that be for a better life, whether it be for more opportunity. But the fact that there's absolutely no record, no monitoring, no pushback and when all other countries have uh, border policies, it's not just us is infuriating. And then the aftermath is the fentanyl being poured into our country, the human trafficking going rampant and Absolutely. all of that. So all of the people, all the social justice warriors who want to pretend like they give a shit about racism or about illegal aliens or about anyone being um, locked up in uh, whether it be a facility or some type of container, where the fuck are they? Haven't heard them in a while. Well, it's awkward when it's your team that's doing it. Exactly. Well, and then on the on the, the room. Well, the funny <laughs> part was was I saw over the course of the last maybe two weeks they said um, those migrant welcome container facility smiley things. The ones with the rainbows on the doors. Right. They're down eighty one percent. At least they're diverse. But then when Project Veritas and a couple other of Republican congressional people went down to the southern border, they were able to discover that. They literally sent up tent cities right next to the containers and moved the kids and the family units out of the containers and into the tent cities and then said that the capacity of the tent cities or the containers were down 81%. As of 10 minutes ago. Right, but they were literally living right next door in a tent city when they were moved out of the container. Well, that's just classic, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, where's AOC? Where's the photo op? You know, well, where's the accountability for for Alejandro Mayorkas, who was a documented criminal when he was the head of the CIS and now was appointed with a bipartisan vote to the head of DHS. It's absolutely fucking ridiculous. This guy did paper play visas. He did free for all visas. He hooked up Hillary Clinton's brother with visas. He hooked up Governor Murphy from New Jersey's uh, who owns a soccer team. You know, with a whole bunch of visas, and then he was appointed head of DHS, where he's supposed to be regulating all this stuff. Oh, he's cutting, cutting in line. Right. It's it's yeah. an absolute fucking disaster. Yeah. Um, speaking of people who have compassion for all of these illegals pouring across our borders right now. Well, hold on one second. Go ahead. So, you said you have uh, sympathy for people that are seeking out for a better life and stuff like that. I also have sympathy for people who want to have a better life. Okay. And there are channels and ways to do it. Exactly. Which do not disguise themselves under something that detracts from people who have a legitimate claim for asylum. Right. All this stuff that's happening is making it more difficult for people who are persecuted yeah. who by come, their religion, who come from whatever their sexuality is, war-torn whatever countries. war-torn countries. Right. Yeah. So now you got a bunch of assholes who are just basically cutting in front of the line. It's like, okay, so you're you're waiting in line at Disneyland to go on fucking Thunder Mountain or some shit like that. And then some assholes come rolling up with like a fucking right. 15-seater stroller and just fucking nose in right in front of you. And you're right. just like, what the fuck? Like, I've been waiting for an hour and 40 minutes. Yeah. But, oh, no, they're already here. Yep. So, yeah. Well, I was going to say. Say it. Speaking of AOC, I brought it back. I brought the fuck Mary Kill back for you. Oh, let's segue real quick before we get into yeah. someone who's really sympathetic. <laughs> wow. of I remember Mary listening Connell. to this because I wasn't on the that show. Well, welcome, yeah. uh, welcome to the Gulags, Noah. Uh-huh. It's your turn. <laughs> welcome to the rice patty. <laughs> yeah. 
but you're not getting out of it, Ron. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> getting double duty. All right, who wants to go first? Noah. I feel like it's my turn. Yeah. To be honest, I don't really know which one of these is better. Oh, awful. So mm. I hear a listening ship going down with a second. Yeah. <laughs> Pick a number one or two. Two. Oof. This is the talk show version. Okay. Talk show version. Ellen DeGeneres. Oof. Gross. Pedo. Oprah. Oof. Pedo. Rachel Maddow. Have fun. Oh. Come on. Quick. It's okay to think about it for a second. It's a lot to process. All right. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Uh. I think <laughs> all, all that all that dead silence. I'm sure, I'm sure that's going to do great for our listenership. All right, uh, I'd probably have to kill Ellen. They're thinking about it too. Oh, here it goes. Uh, kill Ellen, marry Oprah because she's loaded, and I guess I'll have to bang that dude. Have fun eating babies. <laughs> well, I, I feel completely fine now. I mean, listen, last time you were on the show, you gave me the worst one. You gave I did. me. You gave me big. That was Mike, brutal. Big Mike. Big Mike! Killery. Mm. And who was the other one? Pelosi. Yeah. Oh, the crypt- who looks like <laughs> the Crip Keeper herself. Who looks like my grandma, God rest her soul. Mm. So, okay. so are you ready? I don't remember your answers, but I'm pretty sure it was good. No, here it was. It was... Uh, he married Big Mike. Yep. I killed Hillary and I, I fucked my grandma. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, potentially that could have been two kills. I hit it hard enough. <laughs> Got him. It's <laughs> a, a twofer. Nice. All right, Lala, hit me with it. Okay. AOC. Mm. That was the segue. Chrissy Teigen. <sighs> and what do you call her? Chameleon Harris. Camel Toe Harris. I feel like this one's easier. No, she got a dick. Oh, but this one's easy. You know you're, you know you're going to bang AOC. No. Really? Stop. Hard stop. Let me think about this. All right. Here we go. Chrissy Teigen's dead. She's kill. Okay. She's done nothing but fantasize about eating children on the internet for over a decade. So she's dead. Thank God. And then who I got? AOC and who else? Camel Toe Harris. You know what? Here's the deal. (laughs) Here's the deal. AOC is a theatrical plant. I can change her. We can change her. (laughs) I'm going to marry her and then... (sighs) Got it. I married Big Mike. I know. And now I have to fuck Kamala Harris. I always get the short end of the stick. Actually, I'm getting the large end of the stick. If you go off those Montel William pictures and just look at those, that is quite a that is quite an impressive dick print she had going on there. Pretends to be shocked. Well, thanks, Lala, for uh, giving me the worst two fuck Mary kills in the history. I, of I, fuck, I Mary thought kills. that one was easier. Really? Yeah. Well, so, who would you have chosen just for shits and gigs? 
You gotta kill Chrissy Teigen. Well, I think the only one that matters in that one is just who you're gonna fuck. Yeah, I guess. I'd so sm- who I'd are sm- you? I'd, I'd, <laughs> smash, I'd smash AOC. Yeah, that means you're marrying Kamala Harris with a penis. Yeah, you don't have to fuck her. Okay. All right, we went deep into this one. Yeah, right. That's just how my mind works, <laughs> like I said. You know who doesn't go deep into stuff is White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki. Yeah, really, just not a whole lot of substance. Absolutely fucking retard who weighed in this week on the problems that we're having in the southwest I feel like, border. I feel like... No, come uh, on, I've perfectly segued into this, now you're ruining it. I'm going to play audio from her this week when she's talking about and getting <laughs> hammered by press house reporters to the absolute fucking dumpster fire that's going on in California, Arizona, New Mexico, and Texas. I just like they're not softballing her anymore. You're not softballing Um, her anymore. The president believes that um, DACA recipients are part of the American story and part of the fabric of who we are as a country and kind of what the American dream represents. So bringing them here is an opportunity to highlight that. Um, The president believes that. um, Well, there you have it. So not only is everybody that pouring across the borders right now is going to get amnesty. The people that are already here and are having children are also going to get amnesty as well. This is more consequential than Reagan amnesty right now. When you talk about hopefully, you know, um, not adding to their voter base, but it's like you have to remember where the gift came from. So I feel like a lot of at heart, true. I wish there was more people from Mexico coming over because the fact of the matter is, is that they're so appreciative of the stuff that they get when they come here. They, at the end of the day, wind up voting Republican, but you're getting the people from all the other countries who are coming in right now. And we were talking about Blake and amnesty DHS gives out a number that's close to 11 ish million, but the actual number, which has been cited in multiple sources is probably anywhere between 22 and 30 million illegals mm. currently in the United States. So you just have to kind of think of like where they're coming from and what they're getting. Well, the people, the people that are thankful for what they get right. in direct contrast to the people that can be coerced and frightened into voting a specific way. And automatically given free everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's the hard part. You know, when you talk about that stuff, it's it's a deep rooted issue and it's it's a campaign ploy right now that, you know, one we not might not be able to overcome moving forward. But I'm hopeful. Yeah. Um, some of the distractions that are going on right now, there's two big ones. Israel, Palestine, mm-hmm. which doesn't have any real effect on the United States at the end of the day. Okay. It doesn't. I mean, every, anyone can say that it does, but it really doesn't. Um, I'm not picking sides. Uh, I'll, I'll say me personally. I don't know what your your views are, Noah or Lala even. I'm, I'm not pro-Hamas, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, it's a terrorist organization for right. sure. Okay. So, but, I, but my opinion has nothing to do with what's going on, nor will my opinion change anything. No, this is something that's been going on for 60 some odd years, and they're bringing it back to the forefront right now to try and... Well, it's the next thing for people to flag, wave flags over. Well, here's Contrasting. the thing. Any, anytime you hear a flashpoint like this before Lala weighs in, because I hear her taking a big sigh, so I know she's getting ready to give some solid commentary. Anytime I, I tell you a topic like Israel-Palestine, right? Or crisis at the border or stop the steal mm-hmm. right just think audits 
Yeah. Audit. 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 Why is Rachel Maddow melting down every night? Why is Don Lamont leaving CNN? Why is Anderson? Did he leave CNN or just a different show? He's going into like a podcast capacity. You know, but, 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 but why are all these things just now coming up? You know, we're right on the... Uh, Why is Bill Gates getting divorced? Oh, I was just about to get there. That was my next big distraction, and you stole it from me. How dare you? Maybe I just read your mind. I kind of like it. It's possible. It's the collective. It sounds like you were on the precipice of what I was about to say. There it goes every episode ever. Um, but here's the thing. W- whenever you hear stuff like this, and they start bringing up Jeffrey Epstein again, and they start bringing up all this other fucking bullshit again. Did he kill himself? Sure didn't. Think audits. Just segue, semicolon, anything, hard stop, audits. Yeah, it's all distraction tactics. Yeah. The, the mainstream media right now, the legacy media right now, the Operation Mockingbird right now is melting down, saying that this stuff in regards to the audits and everything that we kind of outlined for like the last six to eight months on this show, definitely since November 3rd, well, all the way up. It's to not the marketable. Right. But the fact of the matter is this narrative. Yeah. Is trying to be blown up when the only thing that should be important right now, the listenership on this show needs to concentrate on right now, manifest right now, audit, audits, give good vibes, good energy, positive energy, pray for the people that are out there, number one, risking their reputation, number two, in some way or, or context, risking their life, and number three, definitely risking all of their financial allocations moving forward, people like Mike and Dell, people like Steve Bannon, who's not Q, <laughs> who's donating heavily to these, you know, forensic audit um, efforts, know that they're doing the right thing. And all this other stuff is just kind of stuff that we're going to talk about on our show. Like a lot of the brought up Bill Gates right now. We're going to talk about that. What do you got on in regards to Bill Gates? I mean, it was announced last week that him and his wife are getting a divorce and, you know, he wants some kind of privacy or something of that nature. But what do you think the overall story is in regards? To, I know there's a lot of stuff that came out this this week that that is kind of shady. But what do you think in regards to Bill Gates specifically? Just in just in general, with the narrative of the media is trying to put trying to push right now, kind of leaking <laughs> into the bloodline of the you know there there was some reasons why dating all the way back to like 2018, while the clone of Melinda Gates had some concerns of Bill's maybe friends right 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 so that's that's where i stand is um bill gates has been dead melinda's been dead they don't really exist as real people they try try to find a picture of him as a child they uh, and you know we you and i have talked about this the same as zuckerberg like zuckerberg is not a necessarily real person he has been chosen to talk to be an owner of facebook it's lizardberg 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 and that way they can um pretend that they are protected under first amendment for people to use facebook to what is it? Section 230, right? Yeah, to silence everybody. Yeah, who's- so, so Section 230 is their protection. But they all they really did is choose somebody to start Facebook, which was essentially a completely different program that they had already uh, started. And so things like this, th- this is this is where I do think that it's a complete distraction, and there's a reason for it. Like 
Belinda Gates, Bill Gates, they're like the villains. And I don't think that they are relevant at all. They're kind of just using them. How have they been giving us the medical advice this entire time for COVID and for the vaccine? And now all of a sudden he's part of Epstein and um, Melinda is divorcing him because he's a horrible fucking person. Like you didn't realize that when you were sitting beside him giving advice on COVID. Yeah. I'm, I'm hesitant to believe that people that have that much money are actually going to get divorced. Like that's definitely not. No, there's so many layers yeah, behind people like that. Yeah, and so much weird shit. If you com- if you compare the pictures though of what they look like now to what they were, and then there was on ancestry.com, they actually died in 2013, according to ancestry.com. Oh. Um, look at the pictures of her compared to who she is now. They look completely different. Bill Gates, he like they they look like an artificial person. Yeah, I've seen the side by side photos. It looks fucking weird. Yeah, it's it's the same context as Joe Biden to me. Yeah. Well, at the end of the day, there's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of research that still needs to be done. And there is a ton of holding the line that needs to be accomplished between now until we get to the outcome that we know which is coming which is both that we've already won and in the end God wins there's nothing wrong with that that's a good narrative I'm gonna go ahead and push it ride it push it hard <laughs> I would like to first of all thank our guest the lovely Lala Beams of the Lala Beams podcast for joining us today for roundtable commentary and co-hosting duties. Yep. And before we get into anything else, Ms. Lala Beams, why don't you tell us exactly where anyone who listens to this show can find you either on social media and anywhere otherwise? Well, you can find me on Instagram, mostly Lala Beams, like a beam of light with a Z. And most of my content is all original shit posting memes. Secondary, I I have a podcast which I talk about everything under the sun. Like I was saying, my last three episodes being Secret Societies, Transhumanism, Black Hole Planet, and Divine Mathematics and Ancient Templates. So I started to make a YouTube channel because some of them are a little bit more complicated, which is the same name. So. If you like memes, shit posting, and podcasts that make you question your existence and everything around you. Yeah. I'm into it. Follow her. I'm your girl. Yeah, she definitely is. You, you know who isn't your girl is the Steak for Burgers podcast. You can follow us right now on <laughs> iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, Podbean, and Google Podcasts. Subscribe to the show, rate it, and review, or Nick's going to be pissed. No one stars. Yeah, Mm-mm. definitely not. And yeah. even if your first one is accidental and then you change it to a five star, I'm not looking at law through the computer right Canceled. now. Canceled. Right. Blocked with a KT. Mm. Blocked. Um, our website is steakforbreakfastpodcast.com. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at steakforbreakfastpodcast and steakforpodcast. Breakfast. Breakfast. And it's delicious. We're also on Twitter at DOS23TRES. And on Gab at Steak for Breakfast Podcast. Download the shows, listen, like, follow, and share. Um, we'd like to thank our sponsors, Odyssey, 
uh, they're at odyssey.com stay ready gear at stayreadygear.com and on Instagram uh, manrose.com and they're on Instagram and Facebook as well West Coast Survival Arms Mike's on Facebook and at 870-6992 uh, with a 619 area code and westcoastsurvivalarms.com and don't forget about mediocremedic.com and dumpbox.us for all those tactical gear needs uh, we have some upcoming shows Garbaggio's Revenge, who is now Garbaggio.news, since mm. he was nuked the other day. Oh, they got him? Yeah, he will be... All in soldiers. Right? Press F to pay respects. Smash the button. He will be joining us next week for his first ever podcast venture. So he puts out a lot of quality OC, and it's going to be interesting to see the human aspect of the Instagram Legacy. We're going to be his first. First. I like it. Bob Popping and Cherry. Mm. Mm. Sorry, I'm trying to whisper like Nick. I like it. Um, <laughs> we have our, the week after that, which is June 1st, we have a new friends podcast. And we're going to have Kara from Let's Be Friends and Alice from the Unpopular Blonde podcast. So they're going to be joining us for some commentary and we're going to get to know them and then let everybody in our orbit of podcasts know what they're all about. Um, the week after that, we're going to have Booty, uh, who's from Bootleg Media. She's also appeared on the Lala Beam show, and she's very into politics and things of that nature. And we'll be getting to hear everything that she's all about on the 8th of June. And then finally, we're going to have our first non-Echo Chamber guest. It's taken almost two years now. But Anthony Butler, host of the Where's the Purple podcast, is decided to come on steak for breakfast and he told me that it's just going to be a couple guys talking about politics so he's bringing everything that's not what we proprietate on this show to our podcast and going to get a different vibe huh? yeah it's cool I'm it, down I'm yeah, down for different I don't know if you listen where's the purple podcast you need to listen to that show it's a different perspective it's like a different point of view than the stuff that we narrate but the fact of the matter is, is that he's putting out a lot of quality OC and it's going to be probably a good time to have him on the show. So I, I really think down the middle of the road, the voter who's not either red or blue um, and get his perspective on what's going on in America right now. It's always good to get out of your echo chamber. Spoiler alert. Yeah. He's also an African-American. Uh-huh. So it's going to be good to get that kind of. There's been a lot of shit going on. It's either between like stuff that's going on with like politics, with like, uh, you know, uh, government assistance, stuff that's with going on with the police and all of his perspective. It's going to be really interesting to see someone who's not interested in the political party, but only in what the political people give. You know, what do you bring to the table? Yeah. So I think having Anthony on the show. It's, it's one long overdue and two going to be a really good narrative to, to kind of go over our topics with his perspective. I'm into it. Interesting. Um, show credits for this week. Obviously, the lovely Lala Beams of the Lala Beams podcast. You know, a lot of the content that went into this show was stuff that was discussed between us and her. And we have Velo from the Matrix Assassins, James from We The People Radio. Of course, Jasmine and Austin from Russian Disinformation, Tom Pepper. Of course. Tom Pepper to the National File End of InfoWars. Um, and Ray, who participated in one of the biggest rallies this week uh, for anti mask and freedom out in the UK. Um, her Instagram is We Have It All 17. Friends of the Week, Kaleo 3, Axia Quinn 5.0. 
Wits Up 17, Reverse Mockingbird, Revised to the Phoenix, Richard Ratboy, What I Mean to Say, Mostly Peaceful Memes, Real Brenda Memes 3.0, um, The Official Patriotic Babe, and We Cannot Forget. BBK. 2.0. There you go. Um, as already mentioned, we will be back next week with Garbaggio.news, formerly of Garbaggio's Revenge. I'm going to follow that now. For his first ever podcast venture. On behalf of myself and Noah and our guests, the lovely Lala. Lala Beans. I do just want to say one more thing. Say it. Just never forget why we're fighting. Keep the positivity up. And remember, like Roan said, we will win the spiritual war. It's bigger than everything. It's bigger than the politics, it's bigger than all of the details. But the most important thing is to help each other not push each other down and just stay positive. I agree. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Steak for Breakfast podcast, episode 40. And we will be back next week. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Yes.